Are you still creating projects out of the work you regularly do? If so, you might be causing yourself more work than you really need. Hello and welcome to episode 288 of The Working With Podcast, a podcast to answer all your questions about productivity, time management, self-development and goal planning. My name is Carl Pauline and I'm your host for this show. This week I have an interesting question about why projects are bad and processes are good. It's something I discovered around five years ago, yet never realised I had switched away from creating projects for any multi-step job I had to do. When I look at what I do, for instance, writing a blog post is a process. I sit down at my desk, open my writing software and begin writing. Once the first draft is written, around one hour later, I leave it for 24 hours before again sitting down and editing it. Once the edit is complete, I design the image and post the blog post. Job done. I have similar processes for my YouTube channel, this podcast and the newsletters I write. What I discovered around five years ago is if I treat everything that involved two or more steps as a project, it changed how I felt about the work. I felt there was a need to plan things out, create lists of tasks and choose a start date. All steps that are rendered obsolete when you have a process. With processes, all you need to know is when you are going to get on and do the work. Because you have a process, you already know what needs to be done and you can get on and do it without the need for excessive planning and preparation. But it can be difficult to alter the way of thinking from project to process based thinking. And that is what this week's question is all about. So, with that said, let me hand you over to the mystery podcast voice for this week's question. This week's question comes from Linda. Linda asks, Hi Carl, I found your recent newsletter on projects versus processes interesting, but I'm struggling to work out how to turn my work into processes. I work with clients and they each have unique needs, which means I need to treat each one as a project. Do you have any advice that will help me to find the processes? Thank you, Linda, for your question. Now, working with clients can be challenging when it comes to following a process. Each client likely needs individual attention and each task related to the client could be unique. However, looking at it that way does create confusion. Fortunately, your processes will begin from the moment of your first contact with your client. What do you do at the first contact with a client? For example, with my coaching clients, the process begins once I receive a completed questionnaire from the client. The questionnaire is placed in a special folder in my email until the first call. 
20 minutes or so before that call, I retrieve the questionnaire, copy and paste it into my new client note, and then archive the original email. That begins the process. After that, things can go in multiple different directions. But during all my coaching calls, I keep notes. If there is anything specific I need to do for the client, I will add it to the note. After the call, the note is flagged until I write my feedback, which I do as a chunk. I have a one-hour block each day for writing feedback, so I will see what I have committed myself to when I write the client's feedback. I can then decide what needs to be done to complete that commitment. Building processes is not about having a single process. It's, a, it's about creating multiple processes for the work you regularly do. Now, that may sound very complex or difficult, yet if you stop for a moment and think about it, you are already using processes for almost everything you repeatedly do. I noticed when I wash my dishes after breakfast or dinner, I wash the things in exactly the same way. I don't stand there trying to decide what to wash first. I begin with my bowl and then my cutlery and then my glass. It's the same when I prepare to go to bed. I brush my teeth and turn off all the lights before getting into bed. It's the same process every day. The great thing about processes is they become automatic. You don't think about each step involved in brushing your teeth. You just do it. And the same applies to your work processes. I don't think about what to do when I have a new client. There's a process I follow. Now, processes do not work for everything. A process is used for anything you may repeat frequently. It's unlikely you will redecorate your bedroom frequently. Doing a job like that will be a project. But what would it be if you were a painter and decorator? In that case, you would have a process for decorating different types of rooms. When you begin painting a new room, you would follow the same process. Clear the furniture or cover it with dust sheets. Wipe down the walls and set up your ladders, paint and brushes. That's a guess. I'm, I'm not a painter and decorator. I recently read about the former Ferrari Formula One team's technical director when they were last dominant in the sport. That's 2000 to 2007. His name was Ross Braun and he developed a process for preparing the next year's car. The FIA, the Formula One's governing body, would issue the technical directives for the following year at the end of March. Once he received them, he would use April to go through the new rules and regulations and then there would be a day-long technical meeting on the first Monday of May each year where they would discuss the new regulations and allocate team members to begin building the new car. By the end of that week, they had started the new car build. Each different department had a process for making whatever they were responsible for, be that the chassis, engine or the aerodynamics. Nothing was considered a project. It was a process that was followed each year. Now in Formula One the team's objective is very clear, to build a car that wins. No team goes into building a new car with the thought of coming second, third. They build to win. Motivating team members isn't particularly difficult. Every Monday there was a team meeting to discuss progress and to see where Ross Braun could help to move things forward. But ultimately, 
everything was a process. This quote from the book really nailed it for me. Develop and apply a set of rhythms and routines. Having established an integrated team and structure, Ross instituted rhythms and routines that ensured the completeness of the process of designing, manufacturing and racing cars. These routines constantly reinforce the alignment around a shared vision. The shared vision was to have a championship winning car and driver. The great thing about building processes is once you have them, you can then isolate areas where things are not working as well as you would like them to. For example, I came up with my email management system through a series of refinements over a number of years. As the volume of emails increased, I found it increasingly difficult to stay on top of them. My old system, or process for managing it, no longer worked. I needed to look at the process and see where I could make it better. Collecting emails were not a problem. That was a part I had no control over. But I did realize that part of the problem was the volume I was the, with the volume was I was too ready to give out my email address to anyone who asked for it. I soon realized that meant my email address was ending up in databases and that was part of the problem. So I created a new email address for all non-important occasions when I needed an email address and kept that as webmail only. Then I looked at how I was processing mail and that led to my Inbox Zero 2.0 system. It was a refined version of Merlin Mann's original Inbox Zero methodology. It works effortlessly now and has never let me down since I modified the process around 10 years ago. A good friend of mine is a copywriter here in Korea. She's a brilliant copywriter and each new job that comes her way follows the same process. She takes notes in Apple Notes when she meets the client for the first time. She finds out what they want, the tone of the words and anything else relevant. Then it gets added to her list of work as a task in reminders. The task is simple, work on new client's job. And she works through her jobs in chronological order. Working on the task means she opens text edit on her computer and does all her work there until she sends the first draft to the client. Her whole process works. She's consistent and on time and it's made her life so easy. Her calendar is blocked out for focused work and meetings with clients and she's strict about what goes on it. It's all a process, never a project. You see, the problem with projects is we waste so much time planning, organizing and thinking about what we need to do. We feel obligated to write out what we think needs to happen, much of which does not need to be done anyway, and we then procrastinate about where and when to start. With processes, you already know where to start, so the only decision you need to make is when to start. There's no procrastinating because you already know what the first step is. Plus, you also have a much better idea of how long something will take. Processes are naturally broken down into different components. And the more you run that process, the more you learn how long something will take. The best way to build processes is to track how you are doing different parts of your work. Where are the natural breaks? As I mentioned, with writing my blog post, there's writing the first draft, approximately one hour, editing, around 40 minutes, image selection, and posting, around, and posting another 40 minutes. 
There are three key parts. So scheduling my work is easy now. I know I need around two and a half hours each week and that's it. Keep things as simple as possible and look for the natural components. Then build processes from there. I hope that has helped, Linda, and thank you so much for your question. And thank you to you too for listening. It just remains for me now to wish you all a very, very productive week. Mm-hmm.